was unnecessary. <laughs> We're off to a good start. Wow, this is going to be really exciting. <laughs> I don't know why I just sounded like an 89-year-old. <laughs> I'm really a lot healthier than I than, than how I just sounded, I promise. And I'm going to be like coughing. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. I don't apologize <laughs> for a single thing that you're about to experience. Hey, everyone. Hi, I'm SJ. I have my first ever guest on the old Potter podcast. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one you say. I thought I was going to be the awkward one. Yeah. I'm. Listen. Katie, that's rude, first of all. We still have time. No, there's so much time. So you're going to notice that we're (laughs) both looking at our phones. That's not because we don't care about you guys or each other. It's because we do actually have notes. We're trying to be somewhat professional in the midst of all this. And and this will help us stay on track, kind of. Maybe. Best wishes. Good luck. All right. So, uh, I want to kick off this episode first by saying, well, first, welcome, Katie. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, But secondly, you'll notice that this is not an Advent podcast (laughs) and that uh, I may have missed some steps between here and my last podcast with uh, talking about the story of Jesus. I made some promises, um, but you know what? Life happened, and... At some point, maybe in the future, I will let people in on what that life has been. Uh, but for right now, life has happened, and I didn't have the time. Uh, well, the, let me. I didn't have the time. I didn't make the time, and I actually didn't have the energy to do it. So, Katie, Katie is my witness that it's been an interesting, uh, I don't know, couple months or whatever. So, yeah. especially with the holidays and all that fun stuff. Anyway, so. Yeah, May, here's to Christmas 2024, me putting out some stuff on Advent. But I do want to put more stuff out on the person of Jesus, so stay tuned for that. I will be doing that. But in the meantime, <coughs> this is Katie. Katie is uh, one of my closest, dearest, best friends, if you need a label for it. And because I didn't know if you guys are tired of hearing me talk, and so I invited her. So maybe you'll get tired of hearing her talk. But I also want to get into some other episodes talking about like friendship, community. So hopefully you'll see some of my other friends on here too. Because one thing that we're observing uh, in the line of work that we do, which is full-time ministry, we work with a lot of young people. And we're noticing people struggle to make friends uh have friendships all of the above how to build community and community is no matter who you are you need it um and it's very vital it's been very vital for my for my life um as an older single person but it's also vital for someone who is married with Mm -hmm. children not like the 80s tv show but but hey yeah but um so yeah so that this episode will hopefully kind of kick out kick off some of that that conversation but heads up this episode is probably not going to be that serious this is just kind of giving you guys a glimpse into our relationship um and to kind of bust up a little bit of the seriousness because uh i've the last few episodes have been pretty deep and so Hey, now you're just gonna what? So I'm the not deep. <laughs> yeah, so Katie's the not deep 
person <laughs> whatever no katie uh that's not why is she we will get deep uh but we kind of wanted i mean we talked about this we wanted to people just kind of see our yeah friendship and that kind of stuff and katie brought up actually or we were talking about this it's like if you want it's like the hi i'm sj podcast i'm sj like if you kind of want to see different sides of me i will bring my friends on and you will see different sides and layers of me uh welcome to my living room and the hot fire um it's so hot hopefully i'm not sweating <laughs> sweating am i sweating i don't know <laughs> are you sweating or no my yeah. stomach just growled so i was laughing it probably picked up on the microphone they're probably like oh my gosh gross Sorry eat something yeah. um okay so yeah and this won't be the last time you see her and so let's start off we're gonna start off a little strong with this a first part strong. we're gonna start off strong with our friendship x okay well, and I, I just want to add a little bit to what oh, you gosh. said about... She's already the, talking oh, so much. I don't know. Take it over. <laughs> um, this is actually just a precursor to me doing my own podcast sometime. <laughs> so <laughs> get ready. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like what you mentioned about your personality coming out with different friendships, it's like if you know SJ at all, you know that she's an incredibly relational very fun person to be around and so I feel like the relationships that you have are so a part of who you are and brings out your personality so much more than even just the theological really deep side of you so I think it's good for people to see that yeah that's true I actually just invited her on so she'd say nice things about me and make me feel you can pay me later (laughs) I'll I'll pay you later I'll I'll, I'll cash up you (laughs) All right, so let's start off with our friendship X. Do you want me to just give you all of my X and then you can give me all yours, or do you want to alternate? Um, I don't care. You don't care? All no. right. <coughs> so I'll start. <laughs> um, my first friendship ick with you is your driving. <laughs> <laughs> like, lead foot over here, like hits the gas like and like and you like you like lurch in, in the car my when you're... van has a very good accelerator it's your just van not has smooth. a good accelerator. <laughs> it's not smooth your van has a good yeah, accelerator. it does it does it likes to go fast your van likes my to go van fast. likes to go fast yeah all right yeah with all of your three kids and a husband yeah but i'm careful I'm a good driver. That's grandma over here. (laughs) On the other hand, I mean, just because you're, yeah, you're. Listen, I'm I'm cautious. I have not had a speeding ticket in over fifteen years. years. (laughs) In eighty-nine years. All right. Do you want me to keep going, or do you want to respond? Um, yeah. I mean, my my first one was SJ's driving because she drives like a grandma. Actually, mine were in response to what yeah, she was anyway. being snarky. Yeah. So my, what I'm hearing is that my driving is not your ick. No, not really. But you can keep going. You just give me your list, and then I'll go through mine. Okay. All right. So my other ick for Katie is that she needs to have like every room temperature at like over 86 degrees or 90 degrees like if she's like 90 I think is cold for you right no I feel like there was a point in time when I first moved to Montana which 
was right after I had lived in Hawaii for a couple years that I really legitimately kept my room at probably about 80 degrees. But my roommate at the time was also from Thailand, and it worked well for us. So, well, we used to, so I lived like this is when we did um, a Bible school together, and we lived in a couple doors down the hall, mm-hmm. and I would go down to her room and I'd like put my, like, I'd, I'd walk in her room and I would just get like a heat wave. <laughs> Literally, it felt like I was walking into whatever. We would, and like, we would be in our sweatshirts and our sleeping bags. Yeah. And like still, and it was 89 degrees in the room and I'd be like, well, I have to go. I can't stay here anymore. But I do feel like after being here for about 15 years, that has changed a little bit. It has. But my husband and I have a wood stove in our house and I prefer to keep the temperature around 75. 75. Yeah. Like. And he's Canadian, so he's always dying and sweating and wears shorts (laughs) and a tank top. Throughout the winter, if you when you, yeah, well that's actually true. When I go over to your house and it's like seventy five in your living room, he's in usually board shorts and a tank top, and she's happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy, and I apologize. I'm getting over a cough and a cold. Obviously, <laughs> if you can't tell, this is not how I am normally. But yeah, okay. My other okay. Here's my other ick. Katie is. She will eat the weirdest food and she's will like not just she will like it's this is not like a survivor competition or (laughs) an amazing race competition. Like she will just be like, yeah, no, I'll try it. And it's like the weirdest food ever. And you're willing you just have a willingness to eat weird food. And I do. I my family growing up, what our saying was don't knock it till you try it. And so I have lived my life that way. And I will say it has allowed me to try a lot of things that I wouldn't normally try. Some of them have been really great. Some of them not so great. But after the first try, you don't have to eat it again, usually. What's the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? I've eaten a lot of weird things. So I don't know what the weirdest thing would be to other people. Probably the most unpleasant thing that I've ever eaten. There's probably two. Uh, the first was. I already a, hate this. Like I already hate my mouth. My 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 stomach is already nauseous. Well, which one do you think I'm gonna? Eat? I don't know, but I'm I, I just <laughs> I've already filled. Uh, the first one is when I was in Cambodia. They have fried tarantulas. And so a kid on the team bought one and broke off a piece of it and had everybody try it on the team. And I hate spiders. Um, He gave me a leg and I was like, okay, so I did it. But I kept expecting, you know, when spiders die and their Mm -hmm. legs crumple up, like Mm -hmm. I kept expecting that to happen in my mouth. So Mm -hmm. I just had to chew it up really fast. Mm -hmm. The taste of it was fine. It was the texture, which was hairy, and knowing that it was a spider leg, that was really unpleasant. Um, the other one... Wait a minute. Did you say the texture was hairy? It was hairy. That's, I mean, tarantulas are hairy. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, never put a tarantula in my mouth before, so I couldn't... Yeah, the, the other most unpleasant thing that I have eaten... I really tried to like this one, and I... 
I feel like I have a pretty iron gut and I I can kind of see the good in most food. <laughs> but stinky tofu in Taiwan, I and I'm sorry for those of you that really love it. Um I I really tried to like it. I did. And I I just couldn't but that's fair. So. I've, so I'm going to Taiwan in, in a few weeks, and I've already let them know I will not be trying stinky tofu. You will be smelling it, though. I will be smelling it, and I'm already upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preemptively upset about smelling <laughs> stinky tofu. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, all right, so my fourth and final ick for you is that you are from Colorado. Mm. Therefore, you are a Broncos fan, and that is really... We lose. We use that term a little bit loosely, though, because do true, I actually watch the games? No, no. Do you wear your Broncos shirt to any game that I watch? Yes. And to agitate me? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. See, it's rude. Well, and I will say that my jersey really comes down to the fact that I don't have very many things from Colorado, it's but true. that's my roots. And I was born and raised there, native Coloradan. Do you want to tell everybody where you're from in Colorado? Colorado Springs. Or the Springs. The Springs. Is that what you guys... Or Sea Springs. Sea Springs. (laughs) Nerds. Nerds. Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous, actually. (laughs) Uh, I've been to Colorado Springs once, and it was for a weekend, Mm -hmm. and it was to pick up my dog. Who you will not see, actually, in this podcast because he's locked away. There's just too many wires and things for him to, and his 80-pound self to knock over. So Jumps a lot. All right, that's all my icks for you, Katie. Do you, what, what do you got? I mean, mine at first were going to be SJ's driving, that her house is always cold. It is. Not right now. Uh, that she won't try certain foods. Absolutely not. Just totally turns her nose up. Yeah, absolutely not. I um, do judge before. Don't knock it to your... I do knock before I try. And then I don't try. Well, and then just refuses. Yeah. Flat out refuses. 100%. But I feel like you miss out on a lot. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. It's like life. Experience it. I experience life without <laughs> trying weird food. Um, And then that she's a Seahawks fan. <coughs> And she tries to force my whole family to be Seahawks fans. It's true, and it actually works. Your kids are all Seahawks fans. They think anything I get them, even if it's not Seahawks, it's Seahawks. Yep. Because I've gotten them so much Seahawks stuff. Yeah. No, but my real ones were your sauce hoarding tendencies. Listen, I don't even have to explain myself. We were roommates at one point in our lives, and our friend Veronica will attest to this. SJ has sauce hoarding problems. And I think the most irritating thing about it was that she would go to a fast food place and she would grab extra sauce mm-hmm. because she felt like she was going to need it. I didn't want to run she out. she wouldn't use it, but she also wouldn't throw it away. And so our we had a drawer in our apartment that was full of sauce that she didn't want to throw away mm-hmm. but that she would not use and when we asked her if she was going to use it she well, said the, no well, was, well, she wanted was a... she always wanted to get fresh sauce and they were in packets packets that don't go bad yeah for yeah. a long long time <laughs> 
listen okay i don't i can't explain myself you didn't complain when i you don't complain when i hoard taco bell sauce that's because sauce (laughs) sauce that's because taco bell sauce is delicious and i use that sauce whatever double standards no i use it Hmm, anyway agree to disagree agree uh the other (laughs) one is her backseat driving never in my life have i ever backseat drove ever (laughs) because the comments that she made about my driving happen continuously while i'm driving her around (laughs) if i'm the driver it's it's amazing that we don't fight more no, I mean, it's more just, just funny now. We heckle true. each other. Yeah, it's a heckling. Yeah. I'm a backseat heckle driver. Heckler. Heckler. Yeah. Heckle driver. Heckler. Heckler sounds better. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. No, it's no, I am. I, I, it's my bad. No, not kind of, not really. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, it's something I can't, I can't stop doing it. It's like, all my friends are terrible drivers. We have another friend <laughs> whose grandma over here. <laughs> Listen listen all her friends i think she's the problem <laughs> no no we have a friend and i'm gonna don is <gasps> she doesn't know you feel this way i needed to i'll tell her before Uh-oh. this comes out yeah you don is a little bit of no i've told her i've told her <laughs> maybe i've told her don is a crazy driver like worse than katie like she is a lead foot to the max like it's 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 impressive actually <laughs> this little toyota whatever they have just neat she's like a speed car racer <laughs> whatever she likes to go fast she's yep yeah um okay and then my last one <laughs> we've talked about this before the face she makes when i have food in my teeth and i always know yes she tells me yeah uh, yeah i do tell yes, her she tells me when i, I have do food tell in my teeth. yeah uh-huh i do but I always know before she's going to tell me because she makes this, like, most disgusted face. Like, she's really disappointed in me or something. <laughs> like, ew, how could you? How could you? How could you? How could you? <laughs> first of all, how could first you? First of all, how could you? That's what it feels like. And so I always know I'm like, I have food in my teeth, don't I? And then I'm like, yep. Yeah. Sure do. Yep. Just I don't I, I w- oh along with that is probably just that you cannot hide any facial expressions <laughs> when you feel a certain way. So I feel like I'm I'm kind of have to play the buffer sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like okay with is other this- people because I'm like oh yeah soft, as you were face, saying, soft, yeah. Face. soft face yeah. I am that friend that usually can't control facial expressions it is entertaining like it's i don't know i'm i'm just i'm i'm the meme i'm the you are whatever it's okay though yeah it's a source of entertainment katie will take photos of me when we're in public settings i have of my face when i'm not enjoying something and it's evident and I don't know what face, like what, if, like if you could, like what facial expression do you think I usually is my like default when I'm. Usually it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like disgust yeah, or like, confusion. That's fair. Yeah. I'm either disgusted. Or both at the same time. I'm either disgusted or confused. That's just how yeah. I live my life. That's usually what it is. 
All right, this is a fun question. Uh, first impressions. Mm. So Katie and I have been friends. It'll be 15 years this fall. It's a long time. It is a long time. So we met fall 2009 when we both came to Montana to do a Bible school. And yeah, so... Do you want me to go first? You go first on this one. Okay, well, we we did a Bible school <coughs> together. And my first impression was when we went around and introduced ourselves. And SJ, the thing that she said was, my name is Sally Jo. Uh And if you call me Sally, I'll kick you in the shins. And she was dead serious, like no laughing or anything. And nobody knew her at this point. Uh So we were like, okay. (laughs) Um. And so I think my first impression of you was, all right, this girl has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder and seems a little bit overcompensating for insecurity. That's really what you thought? Yeah, that's really what I thought. That's really what you thought. That's That's rude, first of all. I don't care if it's true. It's rude. It's not true. Was it true? It might have been a little true. (laughs) Maybe. I've grown a lot, though. You have. Yeah. All right, so, and then a disclaimer. The only people that are allowed to call me Sally, technically, are my family. My family is grandfathered in. Like, they, I don't care if they call me Sally. So, because I know that my brother does listen to this podcast. So, he's going to be like, <laughs> what? We call you Sally. You do. And, well, my family also has other nicknames for me, which is, like, not mean, but it's, like, JoJo, which is my middle name. So, <laughs> the only people that can call me Sally are my family. And... Sometimes the person at the barista at the coffee shop, because I just can't, sometimes they just can't get the second name. So it's just easier to say Sally to the barista at Starbucks. So either people that know you from your birth or people that don't know you at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. So, okay. So my first impression of Katie. (laughs) Okay, so I can't say the actual, I don't know if I want to say the actual word that I thought, but I thought you were a total B. Like, B-Ranch. I get like, that a lot. Like, <laughs> I get... I mean, well, I've gotten that some. I don't know why. I, I feel like I'm nice. You are. You are very, very nice. But you're also, like, all my first memories of you is you were very put together. Like, now that I know you, you're not put together at all. <laughs> <laughs> whatever no but like you were you you are a very fashionable person you always argue that point every single time anyone compliments you on your fashion so she's don't let this outfit fool you well she's actually <laughs> she's rude actually, she's, um, <laughs> no but she's got she's she's very intelligent when it comes to fashion and you i remember you do you still have that one it's like a flannel gray and red well, it's flannel. definitely not in style anymore no, you should whip that bad boy out sometime. Um, <laughs> no, that was, I mean, 15 years ago. It was a plaid, yeah. like, peacoat jacket yeah. or something. But, I mean, there peacoat. Like, whenever someone wanders around, like, with it in a peacoat, like, you're just like, well, all right. Like, like the only, here's what I think of someone who's wearing a peacoat, a New Yorker. Like, you're, they're one of the streets, they're business. Like, I'm going to Wall Street and going to buy stock. <laughs> Not that that you're you're doing, but it's yeah. Just, I don't it's... know. Okay, I also okay. This is really funny. This is not my personality. I showed up to SBS with a briefcase, 
That's right. For my laptop. Yeah. Uh, uh, because I hadn't owned a laptop until then. Yeah. How old was I? 22. Different day, friends. It was my first laptop. Anyway, so she was very put together. She... Well, I hadn't ever gone to college or anything. This was mm-hmm. my first, like, actual school after anything in high school. And so uh-huh. I thought I had to be really professional. Yeah. So I was you, trying. You, uh goal achieved like mission accomplished like i thought you were totally total b (laughs) and like and i'm like well and and my second thought was like i have nothing in common with this girl we are not gonna be friends and 15 years later god's like ha 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 jokes on you you're (laughs) friends with the peacoat wearer (laughs) i don't wear those anymore no you don't wear those you wear your gen z jeans (laughs) see she knows if when i say gen z jeans everyone Here's the thing. I will just say, like, I I appreciate fashion and I like it, but there are way more fashionable people out there. It's true. I like it. Kind of. It's fun. Yeah. But it's not my whole world. No, it's definitely. No, it's not. Yeah. But listen, for the first while you were. I was trying to be professional. <laughs> mission accomplished uh all right so and i oh i will also say that my first impression of her being a b is was not accurate at all um we actually it's really funny we whenever we look back on our on our friendship we always like it's hard for us to pinpoint when we actually became friends because we didn't think we became friends until much later and because the bible school is nine months long and so we thought, like, oh, it was, like, a few months in. We didn't really hang out or whatever. But then when we go back and we look at photos, we were always in the same friend group. We were always hanging out. and We just didn't notice each other. Yeah, I didn't really care. Yeah. She was a B. Um, but, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. But, yeah, Katie is, in fact, not a B. And, and I am not my- insecure. Well, take it back. <laughs> take it back. No, I'm not saying you're insecure now. I feel like everybody has insecurities, 100%. so we definitely have insecurities now. But I feel like maybe my first read on you wasn't completely accurate. There were some things that may have been a little accurate. Mm-hmm. But I think that you at that point in your life were you were putting out a vibe that wasn't necessarily true to who you were at the very beginning yeah i'd agree i'd agree with that yeah all right uh so that was the beginning of our friendship now 15 years in almost 15 years what would you say are maybe some top three favorite things about our friendship and these can be serious or not so serious i mean I think I forgot to think about this one, but I say off the top of my head, I feel like you're somebody who I've always felt like I can be a hundred percent my genuine self around and like you bring out even the parts of my personality that are hard for me to show everybody. Um, so there's something about who you are that I think, I don't know if it, it just like allows 
people to be genuinely who they are. Yeah. So, and we laugh a lot together. We do. We do. Um, I think we have similar senses of humor. And, yeah, there are so many things that we are opposite about, which I think brings a really cool dynamic mm-hmm. to our friendship. Um, but I feel like we are very much alike in sense of humor and, um, the things that we enjoy Mm -hmm. about God and about life and relationships with other people. So that's probably about three things. I think that was about three things too. You can keep talking about how great I am though, if you wanted to. Yeah. All right. Just check. I don't want your head to get (laughs) big. <laughs> um, that's good. I thought a little bit about this, and it was actually it's always hard to narrow down. Like, how do you like? Because this is, I think, one one thing I will say is that I think this friendship has been one of the most life giving friendships. You're like the like everyone needs friends that doesn't drain their social battery or what whatever. Like, you can just hang out with, and there's no expectations. There's no any of that, and it's like <clears throat> you just don't. You're not you're not a draining person. This is not a draining friendship, and it's just a very life <laughs> life giving friendship. It's like it gives me energy, it gives me encouragement, uh, and all those things. And I think partly that part of, a big part of that is the fact that we can be serious, we can laugh a lot, because um, we do laugh a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I think yeah, it's just a very life giving friendship. Uh, another thing I like about my our, my friendship, SJ <laughs> <laughs> and all her friends. SJ uh, <laughs> and all her friends. Uh, another thing I like about this friendship is that it how. Hold on, I gotta make sure this is still recording. Oh, how bad would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the computer screen just sh- <laughs> shut off, and that would be a bummer. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say about my friendship. <laughs> mm, we can go from serious to not serious. I don't know. I honestly have no idea what I was going to say. It'll come back to me. Um, it'll. It's all coming back. <laughs> it's all come back. Back to me now. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. See, it worked. It worked. Okay, people, if you ever can't forget something, or if you ever can can't remember something, sing Celine Dion. Hmm. Um, timeless truth. Timeless truth. There you go. Uh, is dealing with like the crucial conversations, like Katie. One thing I appreciate about Katie and this friendship in particular. And I have a few friendships where where crucial conversations have had to take place, but it's like, and when I say crucial conversation, it's like, okay, like maybe there has been hurt feelings or um, a conflict has come up or maybe some unhelpful behavior in any capacity. And so it's like, anytime you have to deal with that, you have to deal with it. Um, Katie and I have always navigated, not, I mean, it's not always easy but one thing I appreciate about this friendship is that Katie will communicate with me um, and vice versa mm-hmm. when when a hurt, there's been a hurt feeling or 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 a disagreement with something. And we're not uh, we are not always great at it, but 
like I think that has been <clears throat> super helpful for me because I've learned how to have conflict um, a lot. And and when I was not good at friendship, long, long in a galaxy far away, um, just not conflict was always always like this really really terrible thing in friendship to me. I thought it would be the end of the relationship. And so when I met a friend who was willing to have conflict and have healthy conflict that was a pretty big game changer. So I think mm-hmm. that that's one thing that, um, and it also has helped me have conflict, healthy conflict in other areas of my life. Not always. I'm still, I'm still learning the whole conflict. Oh, me too. Thing. But yeah, but friends that ha- know how to have conflict, I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and At I think don't leave when there is conflict yeah and i think and i and i was thinking about why i like this so much or why it's one of my top whatever it is because i grew up in a culture um of a lot of gossiping Mm -hmm. and talking behind back you know and stuff like that and so people never like i always got talked about behind my back but no one ever talked to me Mm -hmm. and so i never changed i kept doing the stuff that bugged people because no one ever told me hey this bugged me or this hurt my feelings or whatever. And I think we as humans can be better at that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one thing. And I, and I'll also say, um, with just how much we laugh, Mm -hmm. I think, I think, yeah, we, you might get a taste of it here. You just never know when it's going to happen really. But we'll, we, we think each other is pretty funny. Like, (laughs) we really do like i think katie can always has the ability to always make me laugh and vice versa she is very funny i feel like people around me are way more funny than i am yeah but yeah (laughs) (laughs) present company included uh no but one thing katie is great crazy katie is incredibly she's one of those people that like is very witty and like quick with the comebacks and so it's like she's very it's just she's brilliant and so i feel like that takes a it's funny like it's like you're you're very you're very sassy and witty and and at times when mom brain hasn't kicked in i guess so i have a question about mom brain yeah how long can you blame mom brain because your oldest is three well here's the deal because you've blamed mom brain for a long time and i thought it was just a pregnancy thing yeah no I'll be honest, I had mom brain before I had kids. That's true. I will attest to that. But I I will say it has gotten worse since I had kids. And I do think that there is something hormonal that happens, and all the other moms will probably agree with me, where you, you are thinking about so many things all the time. Mm-hmm. Like keeping your kids alive? Yeah. Being one thing. Yeah. And then all the intrusive thoughts of them not being alive. Uh-huh. And then you're trying to think about mealtimes and cleaning the house. And if you work, you're trying to think of work tasks. Yeah. And you're also running off of no sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because your body goes through so many changes, physically, horm- like hormones are physically. Easy. This guess, is a fr- but- family-friendly podcast yeah, so yeah. take it easy anyway um <laughs> oh i could i could tell some stories no i know i know you could I know. Um, 
please don't. But I think that there's so many things going on that your brain does not function to the capacity that it did yeah. at one point. And my brain never had full capacity of functioning before I had kids. I didn't do, you know, drugs or anything. So I don't have a good excuse except for that I've just always been a scatterbrain. Yeah. And I've had to work very hard to organize the thoughts in my head. But I find myself walking into a room because and forgetting why I went there. <laughs> it's like my body is on autopilot because I have a thought in one second. And I'm like, oh, I need to go do that. But then by the time I get there, I don't remember what it was. So mom brain is a real thing. Maybe and I don't start, think like... I don't think it goes away. From all the moms that I have known, I don't think it fully ever goes away. It's not just from pregnancy. It's like your body is permanently altered. And now you have permanent need to think about so many different things all at once that your brain just like, it's like firing on too many cylinders. And it shorts out. (laughs) It does. It's like a short circuit. It does. It short circuits a lot. Yeah, Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now nobody's gonna trust me to do anything anymore. No, you, you just I'm probably got ex- fired. <laughs> probably, probably just fired. You myself. just got fired. You and you were like, fine. why are we entrusting this person? I know. Um, I don't know. Well, that's fair. Moms, drop you know, uh, you drop that comment. You know, do you have mom brain? You know, or maybe you don't remember to drop the comment. <laughs> that's fine too. <laughs> but yeah, is mom brain a permanent thing that happens? Um. I don't know. We got. I don't know where. Where are we uh, at here? Where? Oh, what were top? Three we did do top things. three. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> if so, the question we have for one another is: <clears throat> if if we had to come with a warning label, what would that warning label say? I mean, I guess for me, <coughs> we're talking about ourselves here, right? No, you pick one for me. Oh. And I'll pick one for you. I mean, and we can. I mean, okay. we we can. You know, okay. see if they align later. I but with a warning label. I came up. I didn't come up with one for me. I came up okay. with one for well, you. I came up with one for me too. All right, there you go. Um, so Katie gets two warning labels. We'll see if I don't yours get is any. the same as mine. <coughs> you yeah. go first. You want me to go first. Okay, so my warning label for Katie would be um, the first thing that came to my mind is, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The the background behind that is because Katie does have an interesting habit of over apologizing for stuff. Not I don't know how I don't know I don't know how we want to unpack that, but yeah. But I think it's you you do you like you enjoy apologizing. I don't know if I enjoy it. Yeah, I feel a need to apologize a lot. Yeah, for so many things yeah yeah but 2024 it, she's that's her resolution I'm choosing. You, you, you're choosing i'm trying to learn not to care as much about the things that i care too much about yeah, it's true like because she'll apologize <laughs> to me for stuff and i'm like oh, you don't need to apologize to me for that at all yeah. um yeah. yeah was that your warning label for yourself no my warning label for myself was that uh I am a horrible 
keeper and toucher. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's like, a good word if label. we are long distance and man, all of the people who have ever not been present <coughs> in my here and now know this to be true. Yeah. And I think it's something that I, I loathe about myself. Um, I think it really, like, I love people so much. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a disclaimer that I feel like I need to make when people become friends with me because yeah. I feel like I am just going to let people down in this area. Um, and I have. Like communication. Communication, long distance, keeping in touch. Like it just, I mean, to give you a frame of reference, even when Chris and I were dating and engaged, it's like if I was gone, I, he had to ask me to text him, you know, and we were, (laughs) we were engaged at that point. I mean, that's like the pinnacle of like in love, Yeah, you would think in your relationship. (laughs) So I don't know. I, I, the more I know about myself, I feel feel like maybe I'm ADHD and but I'm like high hyper focused kind and so I get very hyper focused on the here and now and it is very hard to remember the things that do not come into that um so yeah which is hard I live in a different state than all of my family Mm -hmm. um I've had a lot of friendships in what we do that Mm -hmm. are long distance and come into my life for a little while and are wonderful and then leave. And yeah, I'm the worst. So that's my warning label for myself. That's a good one. That's fair. I think it's a fair warning label. My warning label for you. That's a tough one. Because there's so many. What, what's the deal? (laughs) No, she's really loud, like really loud. Um, That was also one of the things that was probably a first impression about you that was just like, she was so loud. And when we were, but I've grown to love that about you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the greatest things about you. You struggled with it in the beginning though. I I did because I don't like attention being drawn to myself. Nope. And she'd be sitting right next to me in the middle of some function and just start screaming uh-huh. and cheering for something. Sure and I would hit her like, don't do don't that because I'm sitting right next to you and everybody's looking at you. And now they're looking at me, too. Yeah, I was really insecure. Oh, look who's insecure now. I never said I wasn't. It's true. But you've you don't Probably care why anymore. I apologize all the time. <laughs> fair uh but you're not insecure about that anymore no no i don't care i love it you just laugh it's great you just laugh um at me making a fool of myself Mm -hmm. which is usually what happens but But i don't think you make a fool of yourself anymore Mm -hmm. i think it is something that actually adds to the culture every time Uh um there will always be people that get annoyed by it because 100 percent. yeah that's people, there are people that are always. But I think they're insecure. It adds so much fun and lightheartedness mm-hmm. to things that need that. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a f- a couple of us. So in the friend group that we have, there's a couple of us that are 
pretty boisterous. Boisterous? Boisterous? What's the term? Mm-hmm. Um, myself, Nathan, I'll, I'll name drop right now, and then <laughs> Justin. Um, oh. And when all of us are together, and we hang out semi-regularly for like the big bigger events, and when, when we're we feed off each other and it gets it gets pretty loud mm-hmm. and obnoxious but it is a lot of fun we have a lot of fun i will say that mm-hmm. so yeah it was fun yep. Yep. no so that's my warning label that's your warning label um my warning label for myself is actually different oh my warning label for myself was don't take my facial expressions seriously oh that's fair or maybe do take them seriously because you're probably saying something really dumb that deserves me to say. To look <laughs> but I'm you not like, going to say it to But I'm face. not going to say it to face, but I will <laughs> because my face looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, <clears throat> this is a, this is a, I'm going to say these are all fun because we've re- we, we wrote all these questions. We so think we're, like, we're so We think we're so funny. Um, what would you say your toxic traits are? I'm late to everything. Uh-huh. Yep. She was late to this. Was I? No. We didn't figure out a time. No, we didn't decide a time. But you would have been. Had uh-huh. <laughs> That's the key with Katie. Do not pick a time. Then she yes. can't be late. Then I can't be late. Or tell me an earlier time. And she'll still be late. It's true. An earlier time, even for the, like, the right time, I'll be late for that. Mm-hmm. Even You're if you like, go like half an hour early? Yes. I'm not 45 minutes late. Yeah, you have been. I mean, I have been. I feel like I've gotten better. There's a meme or out there that says <laughs> if like you are offered like $5 million if you invite this a friend to a function and they show up late. I have two friends that I would for sure get the five million dollars. You are the one. You are one, and Veronica is the other. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like I know time is a value for you. Yes, you've learned to be gracious with me because I think I've loosened up. I have rules. Thirty-seven my years. I, okay. I don't think this is changing anytime soon. No, fair. So I will say that, like, I've learned to make adjustments in my head. I have rules in my head about yeah. time. But I will say there are certain things that I I have rules for with time, too. Yeah. Like, if it's a, if it's a function that a lot of people are going to be there for, I can be late to it. Yeah. Fair. If it's a smaller group... And say it's a meeting or something, mm-hmm. I will be on time to that. Mm-hmm. I might even be early. No way. You're early for those? Every once in a while. I think I know what meeting you're talking about. And you're early? Well, I have to pick up food. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah. Helps me. Um, no, I'm early for meetings. I don't know if I'd use early, but I'm not in these okay, meetings like that you're talking about. Two minutes early. You're on time. Like in meetings when we yeah, when yeah, we've yeah, had yeah. to be in meetings together, you've been on time. Yeah, I mean not but all you've meetings. All, but you've also it been late. It depends on the like atmosphere, the group vibe. It really does. The vibes matter. The vibes matter. The vibes do matter. Yeah. Um. 
I would say like I try to put like rules on my on my time thing of like what I think. So like I was in the head, I was just like, oh, if it's something pro- professional, I'll be on time for that. But that's not even true because it's like there's I, there's meetings that we have to be at and I'm fashionably late for those. But like class, I will stress out if I'm not to class on time or early for class. But if I'm not leaving here because I have to be at class at 830, it takes me 12 minutes to get there. <laughs> If I'm not leaving fif- with 15 minutes buffer, like, so I mm-hmm. leave, always try to leave at, like, 8.15. You're stressed. I'm stressed, a little stressed about it. And I, like, I mean, that's bothersome. Certain meetings, but there's, like, rules. Like, I just have rules. But, like, social gatherings? Nope. Like, tonight we Unless had to be Unless I'm coming over here to help you get ready for something, uh-huh. I'm going late every time. Yeah. Like, like tonight we tonight we had to be at so, tonight minutes. tonight we had to be at something and I was definitely late for that and you were later than me. Yeah. Yep. Cuz there was a lot of people there. There was a lot of people there. I give myself permission. I know I shouldn't for some of these things. It's true. It's just something that happens in my brain. Fair. Uh Mariska, if you're watching. Hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> She's I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Um okay, that was your toxic trait. My toxic trait. It's hard for me to pick. Um uh, <laughs> I'll say this one and this one I think I can right now in the, in the current season I I'm in and I generally have a, I don't care meter. Like, and generally my, I don't care meter is pretty low. Like I don't care these days. It's, it's pretty, it's even lower than low. Like I just don't care. Like, I, I don't know how so other your care meter is low. My care meter is yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. Like I just like, um, and I'm trying to think of different situations where, I probably need to care and I just don't like maybe the time thing. Like I should probably care about being on time for certain meetings. I don't care. I wouldn't care if someone talked to me about it. I'd be like, okay, it's a, it's a stage. It's a, it's a stage, but I always have a little bit of the, I don't care thing. I, yeah. It's a little bit of an attitude, a little bit, a lot bit. Yeah. I think it, it has come out more in this season of your life. But yeah. I think, obviously, as you go into that more, I think people will understand. Yeah, they will. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... that's but I one. do think you've always had that to a certain degree. It's true. Like, I just don't care. I just don't... I generally don't care. Much more than I have because I care way too much. Uh-huh. And I think... Yeah. Like, I don't care what people think. I'm probably more of a rule follower... Even though I don't always follow the rules, it's true. But you are more so than yeah. me. Um, and then a fun. Uh, so I picked a fun toxic trait, and this is one that you and I have talked about. I have an unrealistic expectation on myself when I'm watching people do things, and I think that I can do the thing that that person is doing. Oh, for example, I do that too. For example, th- yeah, this is the conversation we had. <laughs> we watched. I'll use this example because it's 
it's one of the funniest ones. But we watched the movie where they climb Mount Everest. <laughs> and I was like, I could do that. Is it really that hard? No, I definitely walked away from that thinking, man, I thought I would come into this movie thinking, wow, this is brutal. I could never do that. I see why mm-hmm. it is so hard. I walked away thinking, I feel like I could go climb Mount Everest now. I've never had a desire to do that in yeah. my life. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's like when people do, or that, uh, what is that one? Free Solo. Have you ever seen that that documentary with yeah. what's his butt? That yeah, I have seen that one. I don't feel like I that one seemed like it portrayed things in a little different way. For sure, I would never do it, but I think I, if I wanted to do it, I could. Yeah, I don't want to do it, but I'm like, hmm, is it really that hard? <laughs> yeah, that's my I, like. Is it oh, is it, like I just assume that I can do it. Yeah, I could probably do that. What's another thing? I can't. I, I can't think of anything else. But that, that's, yeah. I have an unrealistic expectation expectations of myself mm-hmm. and my capabilities. Yeah. And then we go for a walk, and I'm like, "Man, Everest is a bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> Going up the hills of Lakeside. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh <clears throat> oh, this is a fun one. Um, what was the last thing you bought online or from Amazon? Online. Let's do online. Last thing. The the last thing I bought online was actually a new Fitbit. Oh, you got a new Fitbit. Not like one of the super expensive ones. I had a Charge 2. Yeah. Um, that only measures heart rate, tracks your activity, and tracks your steps. And I have loved it. Mm-hmm. Had it. You gave it to me, I think, a long time ago. I've had it for years. But the screen got cracked and it was fine for a long time, but then it had moisture in there and I think it's just dying. So eBay, 20 bucks. Nice. Got a new one. Nice. So it's going to be here on the 30th. Nice. So excited that's a good, to track that's a, my steps. <laughs> I have, I, have a, I need to track my steps too. I'm just assuming I'm getting 10,000 every day. <laughs> one of your toxic One of my toxic drink. Yeah, no, I'm at 10,000 every day. I got it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I could throw myself a little parade. <laughs> Yay. I have confetti that I'll throw up. No, yeah. I didn't. Nice. Um, so, okay. So I initially, fr- I forgot the most recent thing I purchased and then I remembered it today. So originally I thought my last purchase was I, I got a bunch of stuff for Taiwan. Like, so mm. I, I got my new l- luggage sets, um, which I've needed. I've needed some new fancy rollers and they're very green. They're <laughs> Obnoxious. Not even this green. They're Your like obnoxious green. They're like so loud. Cause listen, everybody, stop buying. I'm sorry, white, black, gray, blue suitcases. May I'll toss red in there too. Cause like when you look at next time you go to the airport and whatever, and like carousel comes out. So I got obnoxious green because I know that's fair. Don't buy green though because I that's dibs. Well, listen, Trademark. I have white, and I never get mine confused with other you people. You don't? Never. They when don't. I used nobody has the same suitcase as I do. I nobody. I didn't. I had <laughs> nobody. <laughs> That's funny. Like, because I used your when we went to Mexico, I used one of your suitcases, and I had no idea which one it was. I thought I'm like, there's a white one. It's probably it. And well, you're like, that's no. just your observation skills. I have amazing observation skills. 
You need bright, obnoxious lime green suitcases to tell Listen, if it's yours. It's just a lot of effort to like watch this carousel and like there's black, there's black, there's black, there's gray. It's very uh, it's like, kind I, of like an exciting treasure hunt each time. Is it mine? No, that's not fun at all. What a weird definition of fun. Um, so I initially, anyway, initially I thought it was that. So I got some stuff for Taiwan because I'm going to Taiwan in a few weeks um, for like 10 days or something like that. I'll talk about that later. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to teach over there. I'm going to do ministry stuff. So I'll probably do look out for my newsletter. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> and this will lead into, this will feed into another one of my answers later on with one of the questions, but I bought, do you know who dog the bounty hunter is? Yeah. Um, I lived in Hawaii for Honolulu. Is he? I thought he was in Florida. Oh, no. He, I mean, we looked for him at almost every church we went to, and we always thought we found him, but it was somebody else with a crazy mullet. <laughs> How many people in Hawaii have crazy mullets? I mean, more than you would think. Anyway, so I purchased a t-shirt that says Taylor Swift Eras Tour, and it's just pictures of Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Why did you buy that? For Taiwan? <laughs> because I've been so mad about this Taylor Swift oh. stuff and football stuff. And that for some reason it popped up in, I don't know what, Instagram. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it popped up in some Instagram. Like, Listen, sell it, whatever. I just feel like everybody that's so mad about it needs to get over themselves. Because here's the deal. Listen, if she was coming to anybody's football game, even if she wasn't dating them, it would be about Taylor Swift. That is how big of a deal she is. Okay, but there's a difference between her just going to one-off game and like, oh, Taylor's there. Shouldn't we be excited about another person being a football fan instead of being like, no, you can't go here. Listen, You don't go here, Taylor Swift. You don't go here, Taylor Swift. She's she has allowed to go lead. wherever she wants. She has, yeah, well, she's made that very clear. Anyway. It's rude. That is, so I can't wait to share that. Oh, do you want to see a photo of it? I'll show you a photo of it, and then maybe I'll show it. I'll pop it up in the screen so you guys can see it, if I don't remember where it's at. <laughs> I won't show it. Uh, I can't, I don't remember where I put it, because I got it off of Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> There is okay. There is like thank you, people on Etsy who have very quirky shops. You keep doing you because without you, this Taylor Swift Arister with Dog the Bounty Hunter would not be possible. I cannot wait till it gets here. I honestly can't wait. I'm gonna wear it every day. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait. Um. Anyway, so that's the last thing that I ended up buying. That's I'm really proud of it. Really proud of it too. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, so this actually feeds into our next question that we were just talking about, kind of, which is one of my answers. It's not one of her answers. But what are some current things happening in society right now that are bugging you? Mm -hmm. And we'll have maybe serious or not so serious things. So one of my answers to this is Taylor Swift and all the attention she's getting in the NFL world. I want attention. Here's who I want to have attention right now. I want Kylie and Jason Kelsey. Like, forget Travis and Taylor. Like, 
you would like Kylie and Jason Kelsey more than Taylor and, and Travis Hoopla. But you well, don't even know what I'm talking about, so... It's his brother and his wife, right? Yeah, it is. Come on. Oh, wow. Okay, she is a Listen. little bit of... They are great. They're so great. Did you see what happened in the last game? You didn't see what happened no. in the last game. We talked about this. I don't really watch football unless I'm hanging out with people that are watching football. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, Jason and Kylie, you guys are a national treasure and don't change. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to watch this. <laughs> and share it. I think you're great, too. I just don't watch you all the time. So I'm going to tell you what happened. In, in, so Jason plays for the Eagles. They lost. But he goes to the Chiefs game because tra- his brother is Travis. And mm-hmm. so he's watching. They're in the suite with Taylor. Mm-hmm. And Jason Kelsey, after Travis scores a touchdown, takes off his shirt and, like, screams to the whole Buffalo bills mafia but then jumps out of the suite and like goes and chugs a beer with all the bills the bills fans even though they were booing because travis kelsey played for the opposite team but then he jumps back in the suite and then he just never had a shirt on the whole time he was in the suite (laughs) with taylor swift Hmm. so and that's why you like him so much yeah like that's yeah that's he's charming taylor swift is just oh i'm taylor eras Give me national superstar. <laughs> I just think it's not fair that people are upset with her because she's just well known. And so she's going to make waves no matter where she shows up. Sure. I don't have a response to you right now, but I'm going to think of one and I'm going to get back to you. Okay. It's not her fault. I'm not saying it. I don't think it's her fault. <laughs> I think here's what I think. I think it's NFL's fault. I think it's it's the organization's fault because they keep showing her mm. and I think she wants to be left alone too. Yeah, so they've stop capital- they have showing capitalized on it. They're capitalizing so on it. Yeah. And so for everybody that's on like the whole NFL's rigged thing, everybody's thinking who is like who's also going to listen to this. Who is also going to listen to this? Stop showing Taylor Swift. I don't care anymore. Okay. That's I do fair. like Travis. Travis is a, he's You want to watch football. That's fine. I don't care about Taylor. I get it. There's a lot of Swifties cheering for the Chiefs right now, and that really, really annoys me. Because they don't know football. They're learning. We need to change the subject because I'm actually okay. starting to get angry right, about this. All right, she's getting angry. <laughs> I should not be getting angry about this, but I am. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stupid. All right, what's one of your... <clears throat> um... Well, I feel like you should share another one of your answers because I feel like the ones that I had kind of go into. Yeah, no, I can do. So one of a culture or a thing in society that is driving me nuts right now, like, and has been actually for a while, is I cannot stand whether it's cancel culture or boycott culture. Um no matter what, whether you're in the secular world or the Christian world, like I hear both sides, like cancel this, like boycott this. And I remember this, I mean, and I don't know who I'm more annoyed with. I don't know if it's the secular world or the Christian world that I'm more annoyed with this at, but here's, here's where I get annoyed. Well, I get annoyed a lot, but I think the first time, 
it was ever like a mainstream thing that Christians were like boycott this company was probably I don't, I don't remember when but remember when Starbucks changed their red cup or something like that and they weren't they did some they did something oh, that, and like yeah. they weren't going to have it was like they went to the plain red cup and they weren't going to display Christmas stuff or they switched to like happy holidays instead of merry christmas yeah. i think I think it was the first cup maybe that that happened where they switched yeah. to happy holidays and yeah. the Christian world. I am a Christian. I live in the world. I live in the Christian world and in the world. As, <laughs> but not of the but world. But not of the world. <laughs> Clear distinction. But <clears throat> I still go to Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I'm going to be honest with you. And then, and then right now, like, there's a whole – yeah, anyway, I don't want to go into all that. But – and that was probably like 10 – or so years ago. it was a while ago <clears throat> but i remember being so annoyed and here's my thought with that and people are going to disagree with this and i'm okay with that you were annoyed that the christian community wanted to cancel or boycott boycott the christian Starbucks. community doesn't use cancel by the way they use boycott which in my opinion it's the same exact thing oh yeah so here's my thing here's my thing with that and even like we can even bring, but like the, even the whole recent Budweiser thing in into all of it, like the boycott, the, the, whatever. <clears throat> Starbucks is not a Christian company. It's never claimed to be a Christian company. It's not run by Christians. <clears throat> and so I think it's funny. Like I, I, I personally, here's the posture I choose to be: the world is going to do what the world does. Mm-hmm. Cr- companies who are not Christian, like I can have opinions, and it's not, it doesn't mean that I don't get bothered by stuff but when the world who is that is not christian not claims to be christian whatever the world is whatever company whatever brand whatever person if they are not a christian and they behave unchristian i shouldn't be shocked by that yeah and i shouldn't be i can be i like i i i'm like oh i shouldn't be surprised and so I try to live in a place where I'm just like, I'm I'm just not going to be surprised. And I'm not going to try to like make it my now vendetta to get back at this company or person. Because I'm just not, I'm also, I would like to see like everyone's like, oh yeah, it, it, like boycotting does a good job. I would like to see, I'm a person that's like, okay, if you're going to say that, like, oh, like look what happened and I, I don't like even with the most recent one with Budweiser I think they took a big hit but I also think they're bouncing back yeah now like with like because now they, they have a deal with the UFC uh like Peyton the Manning family has come out like and they're doing yeah. a bunch of so they're bouncing back they may be bouncing back slow but at some point they're gonna they're gonna bounce back but again Budweiser not a Christian company why am I I yeah so that's just well my kind and of two I think cents. I guess I think what's hard is I understand when people find out that a company does not share similar values to them, they don't want to give money towards that. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And I think that that's legitimate. Mm -hmm. But I think inciting other people and being very vocal about trying to take business away from them because you just found out that you don't share the same values when essentially you probably never have is maybe not the most like Jesus. 
Agreed. You know, and I, I feel like I think it would be different for me if because I feel like there's a difference between boycotting and just choosing not to engage with something. Yep. Um, boycotting feels very much like pitchforks and, yep. you know, a group of people that's out to get and make somebody else's company life miserable because yep. of their choices. And I think it meets fire with fire instead of just saying, you know what, maybe that's not for me. Yeah. And I don't have to participate because you have free choice not to. Yeah. But you also don't have to make a huge stinking deal about it. Agreed. That I think regardless of your biblical stance on something, it's like what is the most loving way to handle that controversy? Mm-hmm. And I think it's usually quietly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Unless you want to go in and have a personal conversation with the people in the company and try to understand where they're coming from. You know, like, that's never going to happen. It's still not going to work because they're not. It shouldn't. Yeah. That just, yeah. Because you're two different. It's the Christian worldview, Christian biblical worldview, and the non-Christian, non-biblical worldview are two very different worldviews and two very different value systems. Totally. And I think... Yeah, and I, I I completely agree. So I choose. I am a person that I try to like not get. I also really try to not get them. As someone who does have emotional responses to things, mm-hmm. like I do, I have emotions, and I sometimes don't act well in them. But like, if there's like an initial thing, like with um the Budweiser thing that happened, or the Bud Light thing that happened, with I. I usually will see you see the reaction and I try not to get caught up in the reaction of it. Mm-hmm. I try to st- I actually try to remove myself. So it's like and you, you can kind of maybe chuckle along with like I think to a degree maybe it's not funny. Maybe I shouldn't chuckle along with it. But it's just like how angry people how angry people. I was just like wow like you have a lot of feelings about the yeah. the this situation um another like and and that's fair like have your feelings but i but i just i will take a step back and i will actually let things play out for a while and mm. i will observe i will watch i'll take information in i will see responses like all that kind of stuff and i really i try not to get caught up in the swirl mm. <laughs> the glass case of emotion yeah to not to quote you know anchorman in this time but but it's sad, like the the that. the society right now. Like I just think it's, and if you don't, and the thing is, is that like, oh man, people get so judgmental when you don't pick a side. Yeah. Like because like the boycott cancel it automatically puts two people against one another. Someone is the villain. Someone is a victim. So like someone did something, yeah, and and if you don't pick a side, you're now judged. And I I will say, I mean, I think the judgment comes hard if you don't take a stance from either side. But I do think the Christian world we're really good at judging other people. And it's really, it's frustrating. So that's, that to me right now has been really difficult. And especially in society right now, I think there's a lot of things like that we can get kind of caught up in and yeah. frustrated with and that, but that one, cause I, I just don't think, 
Jesus would be on board with canceling a person because they had an opinion. And maybe that's oversimplified. Maybe I'm way oversimplifying it, but I'm just, I'm not sure that that communicates what is intended to be communicated if we do the boycott thing. I mean, that's a hard one too, because I do feel like within the church, if there was heresy, I mean, there's so much like dimension. Yeah, but the, to but that. The, the, but but the, that the difference <laughs> is is that they were trying to be Christian. Told, yeah, I agree. They were I and whatever. They, it wasn't the it like and so I think. Yeah, I completely agree with. So you. I think it's a like, different. It's a different story yeah. when it comes. I think down to I think he did deal with people, but he did he d- he definitely dealt with people and their yeah. sin and. But the thing is, is that he didn't. He let people leave. He didn't boycott right. them. Right. Like, so he's like, if you don't want to be a part of what I'm doing, you're free to go. Totally. Um, yeah. You're welcome back anytime. But I have these, like, this is my value system. This is my belief system. If you want to be a part of what I am doing, then be a part of it. But there are parent, And so I think he didn't ever, he let people leave. Mm-hmm. He let people walk away. He never forced people to walk away. Mm-hmm. He never boycott people. He said, didn't ever say you're not allowed around here anymore. Mm-mm. Maybe the Pharisees, but I don't even think the Pharisees because like I just watched. I'm, when no, you're watching, I mean, there's always grace there. Yeah. With. Yeah. And especially with the world. Like he was like, he's like, yeah. oh, the world is going to do what the world does. No, I agree with you. And the world is going to hate you. Yeah, I agree. So may, maybe we should boy, just boy. Let's just boycott the world. So anything worldly, let's just all boycott it. No. I'm pretty sure that's the opposite of what Jesus did. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> while that was a little bit of a tangent, I apologize, kind of. But um, anyway, that's that's annoying to me that I'm. It's but it bugs me, and it ta- it probably takes. But it's on both sides. Like I think, right now we have in our in our society, like everything becomes political, everything becomes a controversy, everything becomes cancel this, boycott this, and it's just tiring. Well, and I just think. Ha- if what we're really trying to do is win people over to God's character and his love for them, are we really portraying that by any of that? And so I think for me, it's, it's like walk in wisdom and maybe don't support the things that you don't agree with, Yeah, but be careful with the ways that you choose to be vocal about things. Okay. What are you being vocal about? Yeah. Are you being more vocal about how upsetting a person's value system is that doesn't even believe the same things as yeah. you? Or are you more vocal about the fact that God loves them and has, you know, different things to show them that could be life-giving? And I don't know. There's so much to say on that. Yeah, there is. We, yeah, we're probably. <clears throat> anyway. We've been here for a while. We have. But keep talking. When do you want to end this? And just, we're going to finish the questions because okay. there's not that many left. All right. Um, I think one of the things that I said that probably goes along with what you said um, is just that it feels like these days we're not allowed to disagree yeah. with each other um, or else someone comes away offended and I think it goes back to that victim mentality and probably just blame shifting um and I think for me when I think about if someone were to disagree 
with me on something, I would hope that I would be open-minded enough to try to see their perspective. Um, I may not come away ever agreeing with them, but I do want to try to see somebody else's perspective and try to understand where they are coming from. Agreed. Because I think it allows us to empathize with people in a way that can give us influence Agreed. in their lives in a positive way. Agreed. Um, not that our, you know... We're not trying to control people by any means, but I do want to be able to empathize with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, man, I I can see how you got there. Yep. And I might not agree with your outcome yeah. of thinking, but I can see how you got there. Yeah. And then at least be able to have relationship with people. Agreed. Um. I think we live in a culture where we are so easily offended by people's beliefs that they are different than ours that we cannot even be in the same room with them. We can't Mm -hmm. have any kind of relationship with them because we don't know how to agree to disagree. (laughs) And I think it's... I think it's a really toxic thing in our culture. And we've lost the art to discern what is worth ending relationship yeah. over i think or what hills are worth dying on yeah. we're dying on some molehills i think yeah. and we're severing relationship over it because I, I do think that there there may be a time where okay this relationship can't go on totally yeah whatever yeah. but i think i i want well, on the level agree. of depth in yeah. relationship mm-hmm. doesn't always need to be super deep with people that we don't have similar values in yeah but i do think that it is valuable to have relationship with people that do think differently as long as biblically it's not swaying our theology um we have to be careful of that but i i don't know i feel like we've i feel like as a society (laughs) and as i think and i think this is a problem in the church and outside of the churches that we've lost the art of disagreeing Mm mm-hmm and like, and we've lost the art of learning from one another, yeah. it, like with different point of points of views, because I may not, and I may not agree with someone, but that shouldn't be an automatic, I don't, I can't learn anything from mm-hmm. you. Now, I think there are people who I disagree with and I will never learn anything from based on whatever principles and stuff like that, but but we've just lost the art of conversation, disagreement, disagreeing well. We have no idea how to disagree, and it, like we have, I think, I think in certain circles, and I think I probably ha- I have them too. It's like, like if you don't agree with me on this thing, like I'm I'm so hurt by that, and and how do we how do we as a society kind of grow with a little bit of thicker skin yeah, to degree and learn and bring back that art of conversation, that art, because I do think dialogue and conversation, I think we need some of these things with some of a lot of the things that are going on in society right now. Well, like, I think that's why, I mean, everybody has a podcast right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why I was making that joke at first, because I feel like this is such a needed thing yeah. for people to have these conversations. Yeah. That it's like, 
Yeah, everybody has a podcast. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk about the things that they feel yeah. like aren't being talked about. So here's something I do, and I don't know if listeners want to do the same thing. I try to follow a basically a spectrum of like on so and I'm social media news whatever. I try to actually not watch the news so much anymore. Well, at least mainstream news. I get my news from other other places. Um, but I also try to follow like a wide variety of people, Instagram accounts, whatever it is to get a diverse and differing opinions on situations. One of the, one of those things, one of the current, current things that I try to follow both sides is the Israel Palestine thing, because I'm so naive. I'm so ignorant with, I, I mean, I have an education in, like the Bible and so like the Holy land and all that kind of stuff and, and the, and all that happened, but I have no idea like the, the toll. So I try to follow people on both sides cause I want to learn. Like I want to, I want to mm-hmm. be someone that learns and I may not d- agree with everything that's happening on either side. Um, but I want to learn and I want to be someone as a Christian, I think be someone who cares deeply about both sides because there's humans on both sides. There's humanity on both sides. God cares about, about both sides. And so and I don't know I don't have any answers, but I am trying to sit in a place of like, I like, and I, and I, and I spend most of the time, like honestly, like the loss of life, the pain that both sides are experiencing. Mm-hmm is very grievous but right now we live in a society where you have to choose like choose israel or choose palestine and i don't necessarily do that (laughs) and i could i mean maybe i'll get canceled right now for saying that but i'm not i don't want to choose because i want to i want well you want to i want i want i want i want solutions too yeah i don't know what those are and Mm -hmm. i don't think and so but yeah, so I try to follow a broad spectrum of what's happening, and I don't want to just be fed by my like-minded peers. Mm-hmm. But end of the day, I may I may end up agreeing or disagreeing with one side or the other. But right now, I'm trying to figure it out. Figure it out, learn, and pray, pray about it, and ask God's direction of and His heart for it. And right now, what I'm feeling is that His heart is just very grieved over the whole situation so yeah. that's how that's I how would i agree feel. yeah all right um, well it's got a little heavy a little little deep sorry about that no i'm not sorry about that sorry i'm turning into katie apologizing for stuff <laughs> and then my last one was oh man i i've seen this happen recently probably i don't know if it was today or the other day but on social media i think people especially People that are publicly on their Instagrams and profiles, Christians, Mm -hmm. commenting just rude things on social media. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't understand where people think that it's beneficial to do that Mm -hmm. and I think it it really hurts my heart because I feel like I'm the type of person that I don't usually comment on things at all 
And part of it is that cancel culture where it's like, I don't know if what I really feel about something is going to come across through an internet comment. Mm -hmm. And I don't want somebody on the other side of that screen to feel a way that I didn't intend them to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just think that we don't care about those things as much as we should. And... I think it is really hurting the world's view of Christians and Agreed. of the Lord. And I'm not surprised that people are upset with the evangelical Christian community when I see the way that so many people who are very publicly believers Mm -hmm. are choosing to interact with people online Mm -hmm. um and it really bothers me it's just hard for my heart to handle that's fair i think i think that i think that's valid i think one thing that grieves my heart is the church here's here's a little tidbit that i try to live by The church, like I, I, it's like it's Romans. I want to say Romans three sixteen, but I think it's because I think I'm just thinking John three sixteen. It's mm-hmm. like Romans, I think it's a Romans four sixteen, something like that. But it's like it's God's kindness that leads to repentance. Yeah. Um, and that that verse, I mean that like with the work that I do with Christ and sexuality and all that kind of stuff, um, the church is not church uh, and i'll say and christians generally not everybody there's a lot of amazing churches there's a lot of amazing people of god christians out there who don't get the mainstream media who are doing who are kind Mm -hmm. but i would say the public eye or the public opinion of christians and the church is that it's a very unkind judgmental place Mm -hmm. because and i think the stuff that you're talking about like they are rude in different situations. Mm-hmm. They are, I mean, even think of like a, a non social media situation is that like, when did Christians become known as terrible tippers? Oh. Like that, that to it's me horrible. is one of the, so if you're a Christian and you're a bad tipper, you need to change that. Um, it's a bad witness. It's, it's like, I think we should, I mean, the Jesus has a lot to say about generosity. Um, and and at one thing I learned, like my parents, one thing I learned about from my mom and dad was like, I always saw them tip well. Like mm-hmm. they were, they're very, I mean, you know, my parents are very generous people. Mm-hmm. They're very extremely. Um, and that's, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but when the, the church is not known for its kindness and if you really want someone to change their behavior, their opinions, their, maybe not their opinions, but their, um, whatever it is if you want them to repent of whatever being rude to them probably not gonna happen no and 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 and, i mean scripture says kindness like so what would happen if we were kind instead of being rude yeah so that's just always my question of like how do i how do i just be kind every day how do i incorporate Mm -hmm. kindness because i think it's, it's also isn't it a fruit of the spirit too yeah and it's also a characteristic of love right 
fact check me, but I think it's in First Corinthians thirteen. First isn't it? Do you want me to fact? No, check you don't have to. You have to though. The, the, okay. The audience will probably. I know it's a fruit all, of the spirit. All two listeners will probably fact check me. What? I know it's a fruit of the spirit. It is a fruit of the love is love is patient. Love is kind. Oh, yep. You are correct. Bible nerd. Good job. I win. But I agree with you. I think Christians need to stop being rude. Mm-hmm. Stop being rude, everyone. Everyone just needs to stop being rude, I think. Maybe. Well, and I think I think it comes from a couple different places. Yeah. I think it comes from fear. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from a lack of understanding of God's grace for themselves. Yep. Um, and I, I do feel like, and I could be wrong about this. I'm a verbal processor. So some of these things I am verbally processing as we're talking about it. I might come away from this podcast and listen to it later. She's going to come back and she's going to be like, I I disagree with everything that I said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, but I really... I wonder how much of our American culture mm-hmm. plays into it. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not the type of person that is like milk toast. We need to just not stand up for what we believe in. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about standing up for truth. Yeah. But it is very clear on the ways that we should do that. Uh-huh. And I think that our when we have our rights, yep. our American rights being threatened, we get fearful. Yep. And there is some legitimacy to that. I I understand that. And yet we we ah. read a Bible that talks about laying down our rights all the time. Yep. I mean, read Philippians. Yeah. Think about Mm. the Roman culture, you know? Mm. So I don't know. I just, I think it comes from fear and a lack of understanding of God's grace for us personally when we cannot have that kind of grace for other people and we want to control them because we are fearful of what it means for us. Yeah. And I think, are we really putting our trust in the Lord? Mm-hmm. To say, you know what, God, whatever happens, I'm going to trust that you're going to take care of me. Yeah. Or am I taking that control into my own hands and saying, I'm going to fight for something, you know, tooth and nail with whatever kind of attitude, it doesn't matter yeah. because this is important. Otherwise, our our kids or the future of our nation is not going to be what I think it should be. Yeah. It's like, well, we don't know what's in God's plan for our nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, revival is happening in places mm-hmm. that there's a lot of stuff going down. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I just, we cannot walk in fear. Nope. Agreed. And we got to learn to receive the Lord's grace in order to have grace for other people. Agreed. That, anyway, sorry, I'm preaching. I oh, she apologized. See, warning label. <gasps> I'm sorry. Toxic trait. Toxic trait. I'm sorry. No, as sorry, you can see, sorry. we have a lot of opinions. Well, I mean, we have opinions too, and there's there's nothing wrong with opinions. There's nothing wrong with that, having a stance for something. But I think well, we need to, and we need to, and I think I think <laughs> Jesus had a stance on stuff. I mean, I think, I mean, all throughout Scripture, the Lord drew lines constantly between what He wanted His people to do versus the world. Like, no, He, he and from the very beginning. 
when he separate like he called his people to be holy and i think that matters this conversation matters but i think what we're talking about so i think it's like we're we're not saying not those things those values don't matter but i think we're saying is like our approach to the world does our witness to the world matters because because i think sometimes we forget like the reason why the lord set the israelites apart and made them a holy people was so that they would be a witness to the nations and i think that is the thing that i question Mm -hmm. like if we're gonna grasp onto these christian values that i don't disagree with we need to stand on them and we need to hold on to them yes how do we hold on to them in such a way there's a tension yeah well how do we hold on to them in such a way that it is a witness to the world and not a whatever and i'm going to say something that a lot of people are probably whatever is that is our christian values do are they so intertwined with american values Mm. or are they or should they be a little bit have a little bit more separation and i think that that's a loaded statement that i just said but like but but it is like we've so intertwined christian values with the constitution with american values that i think we may be losing a little bit of sight of what is actually a christian value and we're that we're we're putting too much because american values are 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 one thing they're not Mm -hmm. always and i will say this American values are not always Christian values mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And we need to make sure that we, the hills we die on are Christian values. Yeah. And then we also need to make sure that on that hill that we're dying on, we are a witness to the yeah, nations. Yeah, that the way we're dying is not. No. Is it, is it this whole situation? So this is like, and, and her and I had dialogue about these conversations all the time. So let us know what you think. Uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? What are your thoughts on society and what's happening right now? Do you think we're both wrong? Because we very much could be. Totally. And we're willing to be wrong. Well, and I think, yeah. I mean, it. yeah, it feels like maybe it's because it's 2024. It feels like it got political. But I, mm-hmm. I didn't mean it to sound like we shouldn't. I do believe in Americans voting, Christians voting. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think like, I don't think anyone would think that. that. Yeah. So, I think I think I 100% passionate about those yeah. kinds of things. I just think it needs to be coupled with love and kindness. I, I agree. Yeah. And if it all gets blown out of the water, we still have the Lord to trust him. It's true. You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, because like that's that's the, so I'm teaching. I'm doing a lecture next week on the kingdom of God. Yeah. And one thing every single time. Well, I've only <laughs> every single time. The one other time that I've taught this lecture i did it a couple years ago i think but there can only be allegiance to one kingdom Mm -hmm. one king and i'm always and i'm i am a i'm a reasonably proud american i would say i love america i love being american it's something i'm not ashamed of um but i would say that I am not willing to put my American citizen citizenship above my kingdom of God citizenship. Mm-hmm. And I'm once again challenged with that as I've been prepping for this lecture, because there is one King, there is one kingdom. And at the end of the day that I am to witness to that King and that kingdom. And my allegiance cannot be split in two. There's no such thing as a split allegiance. 
And so I've been challenged. I've been confronted with that. Like, how do I be a good citizen? Yeah. An American citizen. How do I be a good American citizen and fight for the things I believe in while also keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is my kingdom of God citizenship and the fact that Jesus, he's king. Yeah. Yep. And one day America will fall. Maybe that day soon. Maybe it's not so soon, but all right. We have, that was a little bit of a tangent. Thanks for hanging on everyone. All right. So we have two last questions. We just, we're going to bounce back real quick here. Yeah. Or we could just go to the last one. (coughs) We could just go to the last two. The one I wrote Or for do you, you want to just bounce back to that next one? Yeah. Well, let's end with this last one. Like we'll end we'll end on a we'll end on, on a high a note, note. On a light note. Um we've given a lot of food for thought. But honestly, send me an email uh of your thoughts, drop comments, cancel us, whatever you want to do. I won't care. Katie might care a little bit more. She'll probably apologize faster than I will. Um It's okay. If you if you care about anything that I said I'd love to have a conversation. Yeah, there you go. There there it Let's is. Let's talk about it. I love it discussing is. things. Yeah. And if you have a different opinion, draw send send yeah. an email too. Like what are your thoughts on this? How 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 do we navigate this society as Christians? Mm-hmm. I think is a really good question to talk and discuss and yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Figured out. We do not have it figured out. I certainly do not, and so I have a lot to learn. But I also think I'm right. So anyway, um there's hold that. All right, so Katie and SJ. What is your favorite Instagram account, influencer, or TikTok account right now? Or where, like, what side of TikTok do you find yourself on sometimes? Where, like, where, is there anyone, like, that you're kind of... Okay. I don't know. So, two things. There is a favorite account that I'm following. I love to see funny things, but then there's this whole other side of me that gets really interested in all of the conspiracy theories. I don't agree with them all. I think some of them could be possible. Uh, But it's really interesting to me. And I've always been the type of person that loves and is very intrigued by the conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Like aliens, all of that. Love it. Yeah. Um, So I love going down those rabbit trails. Yeah. So I do that often. Uh, So what's a conspiracy theory that you're kind of... Oh, man, there's so many. Well, we, we don't have time for all so many. Yeah. What's one that's kind of popped up? Uh, I mean, the earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It's just funny. Flat earthers. Are I you def- flat earther? Drop a comment. I'm, I'm definitely not a flat earther, but I just think it's really intriguing, uh-huh. the arguments behind it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then probably my favorite account right now, I think it's called Full M House. Full M House, okay. And I don't know if I don't know if they're Mormon, if that's why it's called that or their last name or if they're I don't know. But it's you probably know them. They're a couple and they have a few kids. I feel like they've got probably four or five kids and they just are hilarious together. Are they? They are constantly making silly videos and they just laugh constantly mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And I laugh constantly with them. That's funny. So it's a good one. Full M house. Full M house. All right. Yeah. So check full M house out. It's, I mean, we're not affiliated at all, but if you want to They're very laugh. wholesome. 
but just super funny, hilarious couple. Yeah, it's yeah. good. So I'm trying to think of what side of TikTok I usually end up on. It's kind of a mod podge a little bit. Um, I can end up on, I don't know if it's because I watch the videos that Anna sends. Our friend Anna, like, she always ends up on awkward TikTok. And so I end up on, like, I'm like, how is this in my For You page right now? It's just, like, awkward people doing, like, awkward things. Because she sends you awkward videos. Because I get awkward videos. Um, But my favorite, one of my favorite Instagram accounts that I always like, I, I actually put it in the search bar or whatever. To, so I want to see their latest stuff. It's the qualified captain. Um, and, I, and this is from my family, like my family. I, th- I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure I got it from my brother, Brian and, and they all follow it, but it's basically like just people who don't know how to operate boats. And, <laughs> and like, so like they have segments like boat ramp, Mm-hmm. champs of like just Fail. bad things happening like boat ramp fails oh, that's funny. trailer towing fails like they'll show all kinds of stuff like um i'm trying to like and then they'll show like the occasional cool boat but they show people always stuck on like reefs or sandbars or whatever going through there's a few like places in florida that are like like they're inlets or whatever so it's just really really w- rough water and so they'll post just captains making bad decisions sinking boats that's always a big one on there and i'm like how would i ever handle that i have no idea mm. but anyway that's that's probably because my family has influenced me in that one but i love it I, I i i go and i giggle and i chuckle and i think it's the funniest funniest thing in the world but qualified captain check it out if you want to see a bunch of people who don't know how to run boats um <laughs> it's really entertaining to me trying to think of what else oh i i also i'm a big fan of uh on tiktok uh christine snaps who is my tiktok doppelganger oh she is like she's like like i wish a i want to meet her and i want to be her friend but once upon a time in another dimension <laughs> like i could have been tiktok famous maybe yeah. i still can be if i ever get the guts to do content creating but she is so funny she is. And she's my doppelganger. Like, so when you, Christine well, snaps, so we'll, I will send you videos oftentimes of the ones that remind me of you. Yeah. 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 And there's, I mean, there's, there's a few of them. Yeah. She, if you, if you don't know her, she, her, her, her first video that went viral was when she went to Walmart, I think, and she buys stupid blank and she got a cactus. So that is Christine mm. Snaps or whatever. And that's like one of her funniest videos. I mean, she has so many funny videos, but. I think one of the ones that reminds me of you the most. <laughs> it's so dumb and small. It's she's in her car uh-huh. and it's raining outside and yeah. her windshield wipers are going. Yeah. But it's a rhythm that yeah. she starts dancing to. Yeah. And it just, that is you. It is. It is me. Yeah. It's like me. In a, yep. Anyway. So <clears throat> all that to say. Go laugh today. Go check out these accounts. Try to have fun. Um, in a world that there's a lot of chaos, a lot of swirlies, a lot of whatever going on. In an election year. Yeah, happy 2024, everyone. Uh, there's a, there's still a lot of joy and laughter to be had. And so, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us this long, if you have. I'm sure some of you have probably listened to this in sections. But... <laughs> 
Um, or yeah. skipped over all the parts. Or skipped over all the, all the lame parts, yeah. which there was no lame parts. So <laughs> you missed out. So you better go back and watch it all over again. Anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And have a wonderful morning, day, afternoon, or evening, whatever it is that The Truman Show said. Ha, <laughs>